Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'll, then I'll tell you the <laughs> ultimate way to buy back your time is to get a jet. <laughs> I'll flex then. Like, there I mean, people. There you go. There you <laughs> and I walk into my house we had just bought seven weeks before the wedding, and I found my fiance in tears in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And eventually she just like looks at me and takes the ring off and drops it on the counter and says, I can't do this anymore. Mm. That's That was the moment where I was like, all right. I'm going to the strip club. Yeah, I'm going straight <laughs> to the strip club. <laughs> you mentioned anxiety attacks earlier. Do you still get those or did you overcome that? No, I don't anymore. Um, it now is... you just get on a jet, like nah. my anxiety is bad, <laughs> take me somewhere. <laughs>
I don't know. I think sometimes like people, they hear somebody's further along and it's too easy to dismiss them, right? Like, oh, that Dan can do it because he's a, he's, you know, he's a rich white guy. I'm not an idiot. Like mm-hmm. I, I get it. So, so I, I kind of like to meet people where they're at, like when they first start a company and say, okay, what did I do when I had nothing? Mm-hmm. Right. I'll tell you the first thing I did at home in regards to buying back my time mm-hmm. was I stopped doing my own laundry, mm-hmm. stopped doing cleaning, right? Having somebody that you spent a few hundred bucks a month to come in and to support you, that's huge, right? right? If you're a business owner, I want you to do business stuff, right? And on the business side, when you start off, like don't do administrative stuff, mm. right? You should be talking to customers, you mm. should be delivering the service you just sold, you should be figuring out the next strategy to grow, but you shouldn't be doing bookkeeping and cleaning up the office and all this stuff. And I think a lot of folks, and I know I was this, I grew up obviously, you know, I ended up you know, in a lot of trouble as a kid, but I just grew up around people at a different mentality where it was almost like you had to, you gotta work hard. Mm-hmm. But dude, there's a difference between working hard. Are you someone that doesn't have life insurance? Why leave anything up to chance in a worst case scenario? Luckily, Policy Genius makes finding the right policy simple and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help you through it. Life insurance gives your family a safety net that they can cover expenses with so they don't have to worry about money while getting back on their feet. I've had friends and family members that have passed away without life insurance. It's definitely left us with financial instabilities. Even if you already have a policy, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurance in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. They don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting life insurance so you can protect the people you love. They got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com slash DSH or click the link in the description to get a free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash DSH. On things that matter versus just working hard to waste your time. And I and I did that for years, probably probably almost a decade where I just kept thinking if I could outwork and out hustle, I'll be successful. But truth is, is million dollar companies were not built off ten dollar tasks. Right. Know? That, that but, was my problem the first three years too. But isn't, isn't the goal is to be the result. So you, you know, not technically bragging, but just kind of giving your story on how you got to this level. Some people may call it a flex, but I think that it needs to be seen by the people that's coming up because that's a place where some people desire to be. So I think, it's good that you kind of explain. I love that you say that, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know, maybe it's a Canadian that. in me, man. I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm a little too I, humble. I think you should own it because, I mean, you know, we don't got that much time here. So being that result, you know, it shows that, okay, this is possible. But who wants to meet the rich guy who acts like he's not rich, that acts poor? Like, what's what what what, what are we doing? There's no for? inspiration. Yeah. Because I, I love the people that show me right how they're living like and then not from lee i love him like dude he's he's one of the the funniest guy on the internet man you know he's 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 the ultimate flex but he's the result yeah he's telling you i'm the result of what what happens when you put work in 
So I think you should give us the results. Of, Dude, then, I think, then I mean, let I, me flex, I, I want to hear it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love getting inspired. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, then I'll tell you the <laughs> ultimate way to buy back your time is to get a jet. <laughs> I'll flex then. Like, there I mean, people, there you go. <laughs> because you go. people don't get it. It's like, if time is money, then yeah. where am I, where can I buy back days or yeah. half days or, right. you know, but obviously we, we got to start when we don't have that and you just got to like show up and do the work. And that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I wrote about in the book. Just what caused like, this shift in mindset for you? Like what age were you when you were like, wow, I'm wasting time, man. Yeah. Like I need to step it up. I, I wish it was one thing, but if I had to point to one, so I had, I started at 17, got in a lot of trouble, almost took my life in a high speed chase. Yeah. Got, I, um, stole a car, you know, addiction, all that stuff. And, um, luckily, you know, when I went to pull the gun to let the cops do their job, it got stuck and they grabbed me and I ended up in prison for like six months and then to rehab center. And, and I ended up, doing 11 months in this place that like taught me about who I was and rebuilt my beliefs. And at the end of that program, I helped this guy, Rick, he was a maintenance guy, clean out one of the cabins, was building an old church camp. And that's where I learned, I found this old computer. And that's like at 17, I learned to write code. And so, but I struggled, failed company number one, failed company number two, right? And it wasn't until I was like 24 that again, it's like keep doing the same thing over and over is the definition of insanity. Right. And I got a mentor, this guy named Bob. I read the book, The E-Myth, The Entrepreneurial Myth, Michael Gerber, Mm -hmm. Sarah's Pies, you know. And Bob showed me the beginnings of, oh, you got to stop doing that. You got to do this. You got to think of it this way. Now, I'd love to say that that was like the big aha, but it wasn't. Three years into that company, you know, three million in revenue, like it grew really fast. Um, I came home one day and I was engaged at the time. Mm -hmm. And I walk into my house we had just bought seven weeks before the wedding and I found my fiance in tears in the kitchen mm-hmm. and she couldn't even talk. Mm. And eventually she just like looks at me and takes the ring off and drops it on the counter and says, I can't do this anymore. Mm. And, um, that's, that was the moment where I was like, all right, I'm going to the strip club. Yeah, I'm going straight <laughs> to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> so good um (laughs) see ya (laughs) no man it was you know what it was it was um like you know what's funny is entrepreneurs like work off and oftentimes they'll say it's for my fiance my girlfriend my my future but but here's the deal your family never asked you for any of that stuff Mm -hmm. i have two young kids like they never asked me for any of the other stuff they want my time and attention And that, that low of like having my whole identity of being in a relationship, about to get married and, and crushing in business. Wait, but did she end up leaving? She left, dude. Oh, so she, you, you didn't have time to correct it or nothing. That, let's just say when women decide, I don't know if you've learned this yet, Wayne. No, I, I mean, I know, but I, And that was not the first time, but that was like, I'm done. Dude, wow. it, it like shattered me. Like yeah. we just bought this house. I, you wanna hear something crazy? Mm. Six months later, I exit the company, become a multimillionaire. She called you back. Nope. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> she just is like, hey, man, like the person that I see and I've seen is not the person that I want to build a life with. Wow. Mm. So that, where did I like say enough's enough? And like, mm. okay, well, so I'm, I'm a driven dude. What do you feel like you were doing wrong? Though? I just wanted. I'm dude, like, I was I just working. I was, no, I was working a hundred hour weeks, man. Oh, okay. Dude, I would show so up. Let's it say it was your work? birthday party and I'm your best friend. Yeah. I show up my laptop. 
So it was just work that was it was a hundred percent work. It was it was I was we're at dinner, I'm not paying attention. We go to her family like the reason she was pissed is because I was supposed to be home an hour before. This is a Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. because we were supposed to go to her parents' house. Yeah. And yet again, Dan's late. She's always making up excuses for me. And I just didn't understand how do I how do I create? I'm a creator mm-hmm. and then also show up as a good brother, as a son, as a, a partner in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I was just so scared that if I stopped, I would lose the the momentum. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, they think the thing that makes them successful is their edge. What I've learned is sometimes it's you're successful in spite of your edge. Mm-hmm. And and what what how do you take that out and reflect and see? So mm-hmm. but so did that so that actually changed did that take away from you or did it add more fuel to you like what was that what was that empty space like like what was that empty home dude i i nice like it was i started having anxiety attacks yep i had to go see a therapist i'd walk around with a rock he made me and squeeze a rock in my pocket every time i'd have an anxiety attack and like i was like the positive mental attitude guy Mm -hmm. right like mindset and here i was my body i'd feel like i'm having heart attacks just Mm -hmm. out of the blue Mm So I had to, it was a lot of therapy for a while. And then I decided eventually to move to Silicon Valley, to San Francisco mm-hmm. from the East coast of Canada. And that's where I got introduced to a completely different way of building and scaling companies mm-hmm. where, okay, they, you know, there's four ways to get leverage. Most people don't know this, you know, it's, it's content code, capital or collaboration. There's only four C's, right? right. And once I understood that, then I figured I, I learned what I needed to get better at. Mm. Those are the four things to get leverage. So time is a constant multiplied times leverage mm-hmm. equals output. Mm. So if you want more output, you want more revenue, you want more growth. It's not time. It's leverage. Mm. So how do you get more leverage? I learned how to use capital, right? I learned how to raise capital. I've raised over 650 million for myself and companies I've involved in. Wow. Um, code right think about automation ai today gpt Mm -hmm. that's all code most people don't know how to use technology to get leverage third one is content which this is a perfect example fixed cost to produce 10 million people watch this does it cost you more nope Mm -hmm. huge but where does that show up in a business playbooks systems you know we're just talking nathan about checklists Mm -hmm. so that's that's the the content side and then collaboration is the people side Right. Right. Like, how do you work through other people to get work done Mm -hmm. so that you're never the bottleneck? Mm. And those are the four master skills. And that's what I had to learn so that I can be a great dad, be a great husband, be a great person in my community and still go crush it in business. Mm -hmm. That 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 unfortunately had to go through. I had to go through that pain to figure it out. Mm. So there is technically a balance if you buy your time back, dude, it is not only a balance, dude full-on integration mm. like it's it's better than i thought it could ever be wow way better because it, it it's essentially allowing you to express yourself to the fullest potential without never feeling like there's something to go fix because you did that mm. like i can be here with you guys i think i've got a ton of podcasts right i've got an executive assistant she's managing i got my team here they're they're monitoring i can be 100 percent present with you guys because I'm not, i don't have to worry about what's happening next i'm just going to show up and i'm going to love on the people i meet right. And I mean, that's that's the thing I think everybody wants to do is just being present, dude. I just want when I'm with my kid, man, yeah. I don't want to worry about the inbox. Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't have to worry about text messages. Mm. There's nothing that's important that like when I'm hanging out with my son or Max or Noah, I'm like, I'm just with you. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's and I think I that's the biggest on. gift. Well, I mean, I think so he, I wrote the book. I think yeah. he, he reached a level um, of uh, 
seeing that just because uh, you felt like the not having a balance was going to be detrimental. But I, I, I hear there's so there's two different aspects of it, right? There's not having a balance, and people are like, oh, I mean, you just won't have a balance at certain points in your life. But then there's you get to a point where you want that balance. So do you believe in just establishing that balance for all entrepreneurs, whether they're 21, 19? Like, when do you... When is the balance not Dude, I've taken, appropriate? I've taken 15-year-olds and taught them the buyback principle. Mm. And in the first year, guess what the first hire they're making? An assistant. Wow. 15? You know how crazy that is? It doesn't matter. If you start a business as fast as you possibly can, right. make revenue, go get an executive assistant. Nobody's ever told anybody that because they think, well, I'm not that fancy. Why can't I do well, my yeah, own I mean, inbox? People, Why can't I manage my calendar? Most people aren't profitable to hire people. Perfect. Yeah. Go And you can't. So what else can you do? Intern, right? Most people, their biggest time assassins is actually not even, not enough time, it's themselves. Mm. Dude, I was, I, I haven't drank in 11 years. Why? Because I knew I shouldn't be drinking. Mm -hmm. wow. The amount of time I've gotten back by not drinking, mm -hmm. I don't need a team. Like yeah. I just got back like a full Sunday, a Saturday yeah. afternoon, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Facts. so a lot of it is just like wasted time. Mm. But if you're at capacity, then go get an intern, man. Mm -hmm. Like go go call the local college and say, who's your top student? He needs experience. I need a person to help out. And then in that three, six month period, you got them, just get your business figured out. So you've got a little bit of profit so you can maybe keep them around or hire somebody else. But dude, you can hire an executive assistant in the Philippines for $4 an hour and Literally. they're really good. Literally. So these are just mm -hmm. beliefs or, or, or ignorance they just don't know about. Gotcha. But once you know, then you just, how fast can I buy? Literally this, the, the unlock, when you talk about balance, I do believe there are sprints within a marathon. I do right, believe that. Yeah, I think there's I, seasons where, where it's like, just, I'm going hard yeah. in the paint. You gotta be We're doing guy. it. You you're working weekends. Yeah, you're I'm just, I'm gonna make it happen. But if you're in that mode, mm -hmm. let's just be efficient about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's not be wasteful. Let's not um, just think I gotta work harder to get through this. Let's, let's be a little bit more thoughtful about the value of our time. I think young people have it hardest because they think they have all the time in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's true. But wouldn't you want to get to the place that you want to enjoy your life faster? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want my dreams to be this thing I build eventually. I want them now. Right. Right. So I don't want to be the, the six year old guy in the Lamborghini. No, dude. I, want yeah. I want it now, dude. When yeah. you're older and you're going on vacation, you, you don't even want to take your shirt off because you feel <laughs> flat and fat. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you want to be young yeah. and doing that. Yeah. For so sure. I hope that's motivation for young people to say, buy back their yeah. time. It's You cannot build a million dollar company off $10 tasks. Yeah. It's impossible. But most people, I think they they think it's fear of missing out, which uh, I was explaining to Sean what uh, it's, um, it's a saying that goes, uh, choose your regrets. So you can it's choose beautiful. to either work now, party later, or party now and worry about work later. But either way, you're going to, at some point, you're gonna have, have to, to choose. Choose your yeah. Regret. I mean, Bezos, Jeff Bezos calls it regret minimization. Okay. Right. Mm. At the end of the day, make a list of all the things. And there's there's been books written about this, right? Mm -hmm. The top top five regrets of the people that have died, mm -hmm. right? And just like front load those. But I but here's the thing, Wayne. I actually think people can have it all. Mm. I think you can have a very ridiculous sized business and have time for your family and go and party. Wow. If you're willing to follow the process. But if you want to let your trauma, emotions, create issues, most people, the challenges in their businesses, it's them creating a, what I call emotional shrapnel, mm. right? It's somebody messed up. And instead of being like, hey, where did the process drop the ball? They go, the person's an idiot. Mm -hmm. And they'll say something like that. Well, the person's not an idiot. You didn't train them properly. 
when when I go to work, nobody works for me. I work for them. Mm. You think that there's that subtle frame of mind. So most people just haven't become the person who can deal with more. They wish that the problems stop happening. It never stops. The problems get bigger. You should just wish that you became more so you can deal with bigger things. I call them factor of 10, mm. $10 problems, $100 problems. Mm -hmm. When you start off, your cell phone bill is an extra 100 bucks. You freak out. You call the company. What is in the States? Like AT&T or whatever. And it's like, you guys, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you should hope you should have $10,000 problems. Mm -hmm. Friggin' uh, Richard Branson just had a, like a billion dollar problem when he had to shut down his Galactica company that went public. Like wow. Oprah gets sued for a billion dollars. She's she's grateful she's the person who has the means to be sued for a billion dollars. People wish that the problems went away and they never go away. You just become more. Mm. So run to that. Create the space in your calendar to develop the skills, to develop the beliefs, develop the character traits to do more. So you mm. can have it all if you're you're willing to just do the work he said we forget having hundred dollar problems you need to have ten thousand dollar problems hell yeah, yeah man go like find that. them run to the problems right wow you mentioned wow. anxiety attacks earlier do you still get those or did you overcome that no i don't anymore um now you just get on a jet and be like oh, my anxiety's bad <laughs> take me somewhere <laughs> well you know what it is now is i uh and i teach this right. i think it's like chapter eight it's perfect week is yeah. i design my weeks to have the 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 I, there's no anxiety to build up, mm. right? Anxiety comes from, um, worry. Uh, yeah, worry. Yeah, I don't right. have worry because I'm on path. I know what mm. I'm here to do. Mm. I know that nothing needs to be done. Nothing has to be done, but it can be done. And if it doesn't get done great, that's totally fine. And if it doesn't, oh, well, dude, I have like zero, like yeah. I'm, it's, I'm breathing right now. Mm. I'm here with you guys. Like mm. life is great. And I think people are more jealous of that. The less they the, should be. It's an awesome place. It's not to the material. They should be. I feel like more people are, jealous of the fact that you don't worry about things and the things that you actually possess mm. because the worrying is what most people like have trouble with right do you know 90 percent of the pain somebody fears or feels is the fear of an outcome that never happens whoa all the time that's crazy the chick will say you're, you're gonna break my heart like we just met yesterday you're <laughs> you're creating internal pain yeah about something that hasn't happened so my rule is i control the controllables I can't control whatever happens externally, the economy, the whatever. But when it happens, I can respond. So I don't I don't think about the things and that that is something it's a skill and yeah. it becomes a character trait because yeah. it's based on beliefs. Mm -hmm. So I think people should lean into that. But you don't even have time to think about that stuff if you're busy doing, doing, doing. Yeah, that's why, like I teach people the buyback loop. I want them to free up their time so that they can fill it with things that are going to develop them to become more, to have more. Yeah. And people think it's like when I, it's the, you know, the be, do, have. They think once I have, then I'll be the person, then I can do the cool stuff. But the truth is, is it's not to have first, it's to be. Mm -hmm. It sounds so crazy, but you got to be the person first mm. to then have to go do the stuff you want. And that, that is a hard thing for people to understand mm -hmm. is, is they're like, what do you mean? It's like, here's a great way to think about it. If I took all the money in the world right now, Okay. There's two, 3.2 trillion exchange today. Mm -hmm. And I evenly distribute it to everybody's pockets. We mm -hmm. kind of tested this recently with the pandemic or sorry, pandemic. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what do you think would happen within the next 16, 18 months? It'd be back in the hands of the people that had it originally. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the people that had it think, well, if I have it, then I'll be that person. People think I want to be a millionaire. Having a million dollars in your bank account doesn't make you a millionaire. 
being the person that knows how to manage a million dollars makes you a millionaire. Makes you a millionaire. Right. Dude, that idea is a big idea that I think is lost on people. Well, you should be thought. happy you didn't get the million yet because you're not the person who can receive it yet. Mm. And the stuff you're going through right now is getting you ready to become the person who can receive the things you've been asking for. Mm -hmm. Wow. Dude, this is like the game Dude. that I wish somebody would have sat me the down at 17 yeah. and said, you think it's about working. You think it's about the task. Like I got to go sell. I got to go market. I got no, no, no. You got to go work on yourself. Well, we're being thoughts. taught. We're all, all of us are being taught by inexperienced people, which is our parents. So that concept is just trickle down effect. So we could talk about the, what is it called? The generational curse. But I think totally. every, every family suffers with that just because of the knowledge that's being passed along. And we're, it's all the same knowledge. Yeah. Work hard. Go to school. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. It's not the, Don't be afraid yeah. to pick up uh, garbage if that's what you're asked for. Yeah. You're not above it. All these things. Right, right, right. Here's the thing, though, is my philosophy, because I think, like, I, I love my parents. And obviously, mm. we had a lot of challenges growing up right. that today it's you know you you'd see us like my dad travels with me to my events mm -hmm. my mom's like i talked to every like it's kind of bananas mm -hmm. where i grew up to the relationship i have today right. you know i have two brothers and a sister and we have beautiful relationship but i learned a long time ago that i can't ask my parents for advice for my life mm. you can't, yeah. because if i want to achieve something they've never achieved then if i ask them for advice what am i going to get I'm going to get advice on getting the same thing they received because that's all they could ever get. That's it. it doesn't mean they don't love me. It doesn't mean I don't ask them for advice. They to can't my dad. teach you what they don't know. Yeah. So yeah. it's just even. So the idea is like big life decisions. Where do I go to school? Mm -hmm. Should I be in this relationship? Should I start a business? All that stuff. Mm -hmm. If you ask your parents, you're actually working against yourself unless your parents, you know, is Bill Gates. You know what I mean? Wow. Like unless they're super successful. Mm -hmm. That's why mentorship yeah. is required. Yeah. Finding somebody who's been there before to be able to ask the big mm. decisions, mm. not how do I manage my assistant? Don't waste somebody's <laughs> time. So you ended up getting married again. Dude, I have a beautiful wife. Yeah. Okay, so how did that happen? A lot of work. Mm. I had to On go. You, right? Yep, hundred percent. I had to go to San Francisco, understand there's a different way to build companies. Mm -hmm. That created the space for me to do the work. You know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Like, dude, yeah. I did the work. I went to the <laughs> events, the way of the superior man. Right. Like, I, I did it. You worked on you. Had to. Yeah. I want because I was, dude, I was scared. I want after that happened. I literally had thoughts. Maybe I'm always just gonna have to, you know, reside to being the rich uncle. Mm. Maybe I'm not supposed to be in a relationship. Maybe I should just move to Miami and be that guy, the perpetual bachelor. Right. But in my heart, man, I want to have kids. I just, I didn't want, I didn't want to not have that, but I knew I just wasn't, it wouldn't have been fair to another person to be in a relationship with that version of Dan. Mm. So I had to become the person who could attract same principle. Mm -hmm. Like I knew what I wanted that the biggest gift I got from that failed relationship was being very intentional for who I wanted to attract. And then asking myself, well, who would that person want to be with? Cause I wasn't. That person who's an entrepreneur and driven and beautiful and athletic and positive and all these things, they wouldn't put up with me. Right. See what I'm saying? Some people want to attract a partner that like, dude, you ain't that cool. <laughs> like, yeah. let's be honest. You yeah. want all these things from a partner. It's yeah. like, what are you bringing to the table? Yeah. So I had to go like build that to eventually be ready to receive. Mm. Wow. And then you received it. It was all good. Yeah, man. She hit me up on Twitter. Again, yeah, I was right. ready. I was ready. She did. She, she says she says she doesn't, but it's public. So I found it. I love you, Renee. <laughs> but um, she messaged me. She was like, I saw you're speaking. I'd love to pick your brain. I like 
creeped out her profile. I was like, yeah, we're for Come sure. Pick it. Done. Come pick it. <laughs> and I remember that the first meeting. I was yeah. like, what are you doing tonight? And she's like, oh, I got, you know, whatever. And I was like, we're going for dinner. I was ready for that. I became the person who, you know, could show up with See, the guys met on Twitter. We met on Twitter in person in Toronto at an event I was speaking at. Yeah, nice. And maybe within, I think it's four months, I convinced her to move to San Francisco mm-hmm. and start to build a life together. That's cool. You've had massive yeah. success in the business world. How do you choose your business partners? Because that's something a lot of people Beautiful struggle with. Beautiful question. One of them sitting right over there. Um, it's my media partner, Sam. Here's the thing, man. I think first and foremost is like, you should partner with people that inspire you, mm. right? Even though I'm successful. Right. Like I'm inspired, I'm inspired by you guys in this space, man. This Thank is you. beautiful. Like yeah. you, you meet people that do things, you know, that, that it's inspiration is where were they and where are they at today? Right. It's not about like how much money you have. Yeah. It's how much you adversity grind. did you overcome? Yeah, mm. yeah. That inspires me. It could be the person that's a paraplegic that, that climbs Kilimanjaro, like fuck, game on. I remember mm-hmm. I did an Ironman last year and, and like, it's a, I think it's a 16 hour cutoff. The people that are coming in at hour 15, 50 minutes are way more inspiring than me. Like I'm, I'm sitting there at the finish line. I stayed up till midnight cheering these people on. Wow. Right. Yeah. So for me, a, a business partner is somebody I admire that inspires me. That's first and foremost, somebody I'd want to spend time with. Then it's somebody that I can collaborate with. I think life's like, if I think about what makes a great business is co-creation. Mm-hmm. And again, some people are really good solopreneurs and they don't realize that that's the biggest thing holding them back. They don't know how to partner. They don't know how to share. They don't know how to co-create. They don't know how to have conflict in a healthy way. Mm. Cool. Then you will always be, you know, the person that has a business. But when you can start partnering with people that are on their own, incredibly talented, driven, can build their own organization and you plus them equals more. Mm -hmm. Enterprise. Dude, I've done this like I probably partnered with 60 people on a meaningful level. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I just well, it's not hard. Dude, I, I was talking to your Nathan guys like, dude, let's go do this up in Canada. I don't know. Like I'm I'm seeing opportunity all around me. And if you have resources because you bought back your time, you have the space to have these conversations, then I think that's that's a big thing. So, yeah, business partners for me are people that inspire, that are willing to do the work. We share the same values. I remember one time when I started my very first company that succeeded. I had two failures and then finally kind of figured it out. When I started, I hired these three guys that were essentially supposed to be my partners. Gave him each 10%, you know, we're going to start this off. The first Saturday rolls around and I say, guys, we got to meet up. We got to talk about strategy because on Monday we got to do the work. Right. right? And one of the guys, Martin says, I'm not going to come. And I was like, why? He goes, dude, I don't want, I don't want to be whatever you guys are about to go do. Like, that sounds like a lot of work and I'm, I'm good now. Hmm. Like, I just don't want to do that. No problem, bro. He wasn't there when we exited. (laughs) And uh, again, dude, I, I, I don't mean to flex, but sometimes you got to mm-hmm. go let people know, right? Yeah. And, and to wake them up, like the amount of people, <laughs> I just think about it when I like, so first company was Sphere, exited that at 28. Then I went and did another company, Flowtown, exited that at 30. I essentially did three companies in 10 years. Mm. Every time I've exited, I just think of all the people that came that couldn't hang. Mm. Think about it. You guys, like how many people have come, interns, employees that they just couldn't hang? Yeah. a lot i know th- there's a lot of names yeah. dude mm-hmm. i think when i sold Flowtown, there was like a hundred and some people's names on that Jeez. list yeah because look we're we're showing up to do the work and there's gonna be challenges and we gotta overcome it and you gotta be you willing gotta to partner. you gotta show yeah. up every day so i just yeah. i just think of that it's like i want people that are willing to go to war with me yeah, yeah. 
yeah, not like physically like anger, but just like, <laughs> I trust you got my back. Mm-hmm, Dude, sure. you got that in a partner, it's game on. Yeah. Man, Dan, I love your mindset, man, yeah. especially knowing how you grew up through the foster system, going to prison and all that. And to see you now, it's truly inspiring for Thanks, real. man. Yeah. Is there anything you want to close off with? Yeah, I think every person, because I think this will really serve the listeners. Um, I think everybody's here to do two things. Okay, I'm a person of faith. I believe in my creator. And I believe, one, we're here to become the best version of ourselves. Right. You know, I call the 10.0 version of ourselves. And the 10.0 is like, you know, think of like all the best moments powerfully you showed up with confidence. And like they might be sprinkled out, right, where you're super creative. If you brought all that together, mm-hmm. like all those moments into one day and you like showed up, you know, the day you were on your fitness game, mm. your your work stuff, you know, you just you're hitting everything. If you could just show up as that 10.0 version of yourself or at least strive to be that person 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. That's one. Like am I on that journey? That right. 1% better. The the you know, like when I meet my maker, I believe he created me in his image and I'm going to meet the person that he created me in. Mm-hmm. Dude, I want that person to be a stranger. I think that would be hell. Yeah. I think that is actually the definition of hell. I read something I said that yesterday. Um, real hell is the person you are today meeting the person that you were supposed to be. That. Whoa. That's trippy. That. <laughs> that They said that is real hell. That. I, when I read that, I was like, I actually posted. I was like, that's powerful. That. I'm going to be stealing that. Wayne, that's I love powerful. that. And, and so that's one. And then the beautiful part about that is if you're on that journey, mm-hmm. the second part is share that person with the world. Give, give yourself to the world. I don't care if it's to your kids, to your wife, to your community, to whoever. Dude, holding that, the things you've learned, who you've become, not sharing that publicly. Like, you, you push me, man. I appreciate it. Hey, mm-hmm. dude, like, you need to flex. Cause how can I be inspired if I don't know these things about yeah. you? I appreciate you saying that because yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I need to get better being okay, letting people mm-hmm. know this is what I, but quickly tell them, but this is where I came from. Yeah, be mm-hmm. the result. Yeah. And, and I think that if every person, think about that, if every person in the world woke up and said, how do I become the best version of myself and then share that process with the world, I think everybody would just find a different purpose, a different vision for their life. They would have a bigger why. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's, that's what I hope to encourage people and invite them to uh, consider. Love it, man. Yeah. Hit me up on Instagram, guys. I'm on Instagram. I love Instagram. Double yeah, L to Martel, Dan Martel. Follow me. Send me a message. Let let people know that I was on this. You found me. I'd love to uh, serve people. Gotcha, man. I'll put the yeah. link in the bio. Thank sure. you. Thanks for watching, guys. That was a great episode. See you next time. Peace.